Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Game Boys Podcast. I'm your host, Maxwell, and today with me is my co-host, Brayden, and guests, Dylan, Jaden, and Austin. Would you guys like to introduce yourselves? Hi, my name is Dylan, and uh, my favorite game is Angry Birds. Hey, guys, I'm back. I'm back. And today, we also have Eric on, who wants to share a little bit about the content that he makes. Yo, my name is Eric. Go check out my channel, where I create original music from scratch. Also, check out my Instagram for more music. That is Kyrie Productions. Today, we are diving into the expansive collection of mobile games, mostly from 2019 and earlier. Mobile games are optimized to be played easily on the go and are fairly simplistic. They tend to have less features than a standard game on console and PC, and they're also very small compared to those games as well. Mobile games are honestly way older than I thought. The other day I was reading an article by Satori retitled The History of Mobile Games, and I saw that the first mobile game was Tetris on the Haganuke MT2000 in 1994, which is honestly kind of crazy to think about. Transition. So we're going to start it off like normal. What's everybody's favorite mobile game? Alright. My favorite mobile game is also my favorite game in general. Angry Birds. My favorite part about the game is flinging the birds with the slingshot. And then uh, popping the pigs is, is pretty fun too. I really like the diverse gameplay you get with all the different birds too. Well, it's kind of just Angry Birds, so there's not too much to talk about. It's a very, very simple game, which is true for most mobile games actually. My favorite mobile game is going to be 8-Ball Pool. It's pool on your phone. You can also play with your friends. Max and I's favorite mobile game would have to be Dragon Veil. So Dragon Veil is a game where you get a bunch of dragons, you make habitats for them, and you put them in said habitats, and they will generate money over time. It's very similar to games such as Adventure Capitalist, uh, Monster Legends, Dragon City, sadly, and... It's really, really fun. It's super addictive. I've been playing the game, I think, every single day for the past 400-some days now, I think I'm at. And it's super fun, super addicting. There's so much stuff to do, so much stuff to collect. And even though I've been playing for the past, like, 400 days, I'm not even close to the maximum level. Yeah, and so in the game, I believe there's, like, what, over 700 different dragons you can breed. So, you know, you definitely have, like, well, you always have something that you can do in that game, which is definitely part of what makes it so fun. There's a bunch of different areas you can develop. There's the main area, there's rift areas, and then there's gemstone. The premium currency is gemstone, so some of your dragons are capable of actually producing the premium currency, which can be used to speed things up, buy premium things, which is very nice because you don't need to pay for them. Um, the Rift is a special place, it's uh, completely unrelated to the rest of the game, where you have special dragons in there which will produce something known as Ethereum, which um, can be used to spend on eggs in there that will randomly give you one of the dragons from the game, which is how you can get certain dragons that were taken out years and years ago, because this game was released in 2011, making it one of the oldest games on the iOS and Android stores, and it's a super super fun game. I would highly suggest it. Just don't play Dragon City. Now, we all know that Max is wrong. Dragon City is clearly much better than Dragon Veil. It was released a year later. However, it just reigns supreme. And unlike Dragon Veil, there's a combat area where you can fight with other people's dragons. And you can basically 1v1 with your dragons against other people's dragons. Carrying on after Dragon City... Personally, my favorite game is Soul Knight, and it is basically just a 
dungeon clearer where you run through dungeons, fight bosses, and go through different stages. You can combine weapons, you can find new weapons, and you can craft weapons while you're on your way through the dungeon. Sadly, it is a one-life, one-shot game, so if you do die, you go all the way back to the start. How about we all talk about Pixel Gun 3D, the classic mobile first-person shooter? So I started playing Pixel Gun on a little dinky tablet, like I'm sure the rest of us have. The game came out around 2013, and I think I picked it up around 2014 after I had picked up Minecraft, as they do have a similar look to them. So Pixel Gun 3D is a pretty nostalgic game that most of us played, and it's, in a way, I kind of think of it as like Minecraft, but a shooter game. So I first started playing Pixel Gun 3D probably about like a year after I started playing Minecraft back in 2013. And uh, when I got it, it was actually back when you had to pay for the game. It was originally 5 bucks. Uh, now it's actually free, though, on the App Store. You know, when it first started off, it really wasn't too advanced or anything, not too many things in the game. But then, you know, they, they slowly started to add more mechanics into it, like jetpacks, armors, chests, uh, even clans, which are, you know, different teams they can uh, have with friends. But unfortunately, the game has kind of degraded over time as it's kind of gone away from its original purpose. Like, they added a battle royale mode, which, you know, isn't, isn't really, like, what the game is really all about. Uh, not to mention, they had also added, like, premium currencies, and really just the game has kind of become a big pay-to-win game. Speaking of the premium currency, I just now realized that they have added skins to the game for your weapons, which cost a lot of gems, which are incredibly expensive to buy. I believe 200 gems is like $10, and it's about 200 gems for a single skin, which have nothing to do with the game, play of the game, and just look different. And they had multiple for every single weapon in the game, including weapons that were previously re uh, removed from the game. I didn't actually know if they added skins recently. Uh, when was that added to the game? I do not know exactly what patch it was added, but I know there was a skin for the Big Buddy, which is one of my old favorite weapons in the game, which is literally just a holdable cannon. It was super cool. But the first skin cost 300 gems, which is about $15 for a single skin for a single weapon. The CSGO lot was even cheaper than that. That's ridiculous. And at least you can resell those. On another note, the game does actually have a pretty fun campaign mode. Yeah, when I was a kid, the campaign mode was probably my favorite mode of the game. It had a training mode where it would spawn random enemies in an arena where you could practice your aim and practice your movement. And it also had a base campaign where you would go through stages and maps, clearing out zombies and helping survivors, and they'd also reward you with weapons that you didn't have to buy that you could use in the multiplayer mode. I actually forgot about the little training mode. That was pretty fun. But uh, I do want to mention the maps, actually, in the campaign. A few of them were actually, like, really creepy. Like, I'd say in particular there was the school, the hospital, and there was also a Slenderman map as well. Those are pretty creepy. And for context, this campaign is like a run-and-gun zombie apocalypse kind of uh, theme. Yeah, I loved the story. It was super fun. Every single map was really unique. It did give off a very creepy vibe. Back in the day, the multiplayer was a bunch of fun, too. Uh, I used to run something called the Prototype, which is a sniper rifle that used to one-shot everywhere on the body that uh, can shoot through walls. And then I also ran the Big Buddy, which is a cannon that you can just hold and run around with. It also one-shot, and you could rocket jump with it, which means if you point it down at your feet and shoot, you can like launch yourself super far into the air for just a little bit of damage. 
On top of that, there was also no fall damage, which made rocket jumping a lot easier to do and a lot safer. And there was even some weapons that were meant for rocket jumping too. There was a it was called the it was called the rocket bouncer. It was uh, just a little can little handheld cannon. You would shoot it down and you would fly. But um yeah, old multiplayer was a lot of fun. That's when the game was definitely at its prime. Was maybe three four years after its release. Nowadays, the multiplayer is super polluted with pay-to-win things. All the weapons have changed. They removed many of the classics. Full of hackers, too. That also very much sucks. Yeah, Modern Pixel Gun's not fun. It obviously has a Battle Royale now. It uh, The main screen for the game is just polluted with way too much stuff to do. And it really ruined what made Pixel Gun Pixel Gun, which was its simplicity. It was a mobile game. Now it feels like they tried to take an entire computer or Xbox or PlayStation game and just put it in a mobile game. And there's just too much stuff in your face. And it's not really fun anymore, if I'm being completely honest. So we tried to find a game that's improved over time, unlike the last one. But we had no luck in that. Most games have either degraded or like the classic games just stayed the same. So this episode is going to be a little bit more of a dull one, unfortunately. Unfortunately, Dylan had to leave for various reasons, but we still have the other four of us, so we're just going to continue the episode like normal. Austin, you look like you're itching to talk about something. Yeah, I want to talk about Geometry Dash. It's a rhythm-based game in which every time you press the screen, your character will jump, and so basically as you go through levels, you have to uh, dodge like various obstacles and whatnot, and... Definitely a big part of that game is the fact that you can make your own levels, which is actually something really fun. It's something that I played with all the time, especially back in like middle school. Speaking of customization, I know there's a game called Bad Piggies, which revolves entirely around customization. So Bad Piggies is like an offshoot of Angry Birds, where you play from the side of the pigs instead. And your goal is to get to the end, collect stars, and get the bird's eggs instead of retrieving the eggs from the pigs. So Bad Piggies also revolves around you creating immense contraptions as well. You get all sorts of things from motors to wheels to blocks. You get bricks to TNT and so on and so forth that all help you get to the end of the level, which can be something like a vertical scroller, can be an immense open field, or like a hill. Another fun mobile game that we played was Flying Gorilla, which is another endless runner kind of game but you're a flying gorilla, as the name suggests. There were multiple different stages and skins that you could get from earning the currency in the game, which was crystal bananas. And when you flew, you progressively gained speed throughout the level, and you had to avoid obstacles. You could duck down, you could go up, and you could go left and right, just like Subway Surfers. But the more crystal bananas you got, you could get rare skins like the crystal gorilla and the ruby gorilla. And that just made your gorilla shiny and see-through, which was a beautiful skin. Going along with the Endless Runner mobile games, Subway Surfers is also another very popular one. It is basically where you play a teenager that was graffitiing on the train tracks, and he starts getting chased by a police officer. And instinctively, he runs away. And while you run, you jump on trains and you collect coins. You can also get power-ups like the jumper boots, hoverboard, spray paint, jetpack and the magnet, which helps you collect coins. Also in Subway Surfers, there is basically a gotcha system, you could call it, but typically there was multiple different characters that you could unlock throughout the story, if you could call it a story, 
but there was also skins for these characters that you could purchase with the coins that you collected or the keys that were the premium currency in the game. Another game that we like is Swamp Attack. Yeah, Swamp Attack is a pretty fun game. It it basically takes place as you, the sole survivor of the animals in the swamp coming to try and take over your cabin, and you have to defend your home. And basically, you're a redneck with a huge assortment of guns, shotguns, Uzis, pistols, snipers, rocket launchers, anything you can get your grimy little country hands on. And you must, as I said before, defend your house. And it's basically a wave-based game like Plants vs. Zombies. There's also a big assortment of items and power-ups that you can get throughout the game. One of my personal favorites has got to be the fridge. You, you literally drop a fridge on enemies and it'll freeze them. And you can get things from, like, acid rain to even just a stop sign. And yes, that stop sign does stop enemies. Another really good mobile game that I played a lot when I was a kid is called Where's My Water? So basically, it's a kind of a puzzle-ish game where you direct the water through the ground with your finger and try to get it to a pipe, which will feed it to a shower in which an alligator is sitting in. And it's just really fun. Every level's unique. They all introduce new, different um, features, I guess. We're nearing the end of our time here. So why don't you tweet us at GameBoys024, that is G-A-M-E, B-O-Y-Z-024, and tweet us what your favorite mobile game is. And whichever ones have the most likes, we'll play them live on our personal podcast, which will be Discord Discourse, which you'll be able to find on our Twitter as well. And you can see us play it there live. Transition. And that's about all today. Thank you all for tuning to the Game Boys podcast. And be sure to keep up to date by following us on Twitter at GameBoy024. That's at G-A-M-E-B-O-Y-Z-024. And subscribe to the Jordan High School Creative Communications podcast on iTunes and Spotify. From the Game Boys, we hope you all have a wonderful day, and we'll see you in the next one.